Since the recording of this episode, the CDC has gave full use for the vaccines. Right now, they're no longer in the emergency use stage. So what does that mean? To a lot of people, that doesn't give them any excuse not to take the vaccine. To most people, that also isn't a grounds for an argument anymore. But was it really? With the continuation of this episode with Nami Robbins, he explored a couple of different things that we really never thought about. Was this vaccine all about money? Because they want people to get back out there to work. With all these things, we still yet to have the real answers. So let's get back into Navi Robbins' conversation on open discussions. Mm-hmm. And what am I going to leave my babies, or what am I going to leave the world behind? Right, like um, you, you, when you're on the when when the hamster's on the on the wheel, right? The hamster has no idea he ain't going nowhere. He's just spinning around thinking that he's making forward progress, but he's not. And the hamster is just thinking that because the wheel is spinning. He has no idea the wheel is being held in place. We were all on this hamster wheel, just spinning around in place. And so then COVID came around, the pandemic hit, and everybody had to stop. And you're sitting at home and you're reflecting. There's nobody in your ear telling you, you know what I'm saying, order up, dip the fries, uh, call this person, do this. You better come in at 8.30. You better do this. You better do that. So you're sitting at home and you're reflecting and you're sitting up there like, wow, first of all, I'm not immortal, right? I could die any day. Look at all these people dying every day. The ventilators. Oh my God, this shit is scary. So now you're sitting there, you got to think like, what am I doing with my life? What, what am I doing? I have all of this talent in me and I'm making $8 an hour. And it, 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 you got to think of it from this perspective. A person that started their home-based business during the pandemic that was making $8 an hour, they don't really have to make a lot of money from their business to say, I'm not going back in because you're only making $8 an hour. So if your business is giving you equivalent of $15 an hour, which is still not a lot of money, but for someone that was making eight, why am I going back? And it don't take a lot to make $15 an hour starting a business. Right. Whether you're selling hair, eyelashes, candles, it doesn't matter. Correct. So now they want this vaccine to me. The reason why the information is being withheld, they knew everything. They knew all of the characteristics of this vaccine from the beginning. They know all of the characteristics. They knew that people who take it can get infected again. They knew that they can infect others. They knew all of this. They they withheld the information. For me, what I believe is because they needed people to get back on the hamster wheel because there's a lot of people with a lot of money that's bleeding that money now because no one is going into these places and working for pennies on the dollar. And that's why you had these states, they cut off the, the unemployment and everything else, trying to force people to get back to work. And look what happened. People still not getting back to work. Because why? I found an alternative. Right? Like, I'm not going to go back in there, especially in these current conditions. You're not making it safe for me. And I'm going to go in there and work for $8 an hour? No, you have to do better. 
And so now it's kind of like you cannot wear masks because they want people to go to the sports events. All of the things that they encourage people to do, the 2% benefits from it. Only thing we're doing is spending. We're spending money, shopping, doing this, going to the clubs, going to the events, going to Lollapalooza, going to all this other stuff. Somebody with a blonde bank account is benefiting from that. You benefit from the experience or you benefit from having some new exterior matter that you just got a hold of. But there is really no profit for us. And that's why they just take the vaccine. Everybody get out here. You safe, you safe. And every day they have to keep backing off and changing shit. Today they just said that that whole herd immunity thing is now impossible because of the Delta variant. Yeah, so when they're preaching, they're preaching herd immunity, it's not going to happen now. So much information. And we're very informative on a whole lot. Uh, I hate to end this episode. People are battling with, and it seems some people just don't understand. You know, I was always taught you got to have an open mind, and you got to be able to put yourself in the other person's shoes. You can't just stand firm in your own, but you got to look at both sides. You know, on a quarter, there's heads and there's tails. Are you, know, are you going to neglect that quarter and just look at the heads? There's something on the other side of that. And that's what I want people to understand. It's just those questions I want people to ask. And I'm not the only one out there. You know, it seemed like a lot of people that's speaking out. You know, I don't believe in putting out things that's not factual. Do I believe masks work? I do believe masks work to a high percentage. Some people say... The N95 work better than the cloth. I don't know. You know, I wear the cloth. But do I believe in the mask? Yeah, I do. Do I believe in vaccines? I do. I just want them to give a little bit more answers as opposed to shoving something down somebody's throat. You know, that's like having somebody in the kitchen cooking and you see and they're putting a whole bunch of mess in there that you don't know and you just want to know what's in it. But they're like, no, don't worry about it. Just take it. Just take it. It's going to be good for you. That's not how it should be. I definitely look forward. We ran a little bit past. I think we're going to definitely have you on again if you don't mind. Um, I don't mind at all. I hope I didn't talk your head off. No, you didn't. Sorry, you know this what? This is a passionate. I'm very passionate about this because I really care about people. Even if I don't know them, I care about people. I you do know, too. If I knew that the virus was going to prevent Stop the spread of uh, COVID and the virus. And, and again, I'm still open to taking it. But it's kind of like every day when I feel like, okay, let me go ahead and get these shots. Here they come out with something else. And I'm playing double dutch like, bruh. And you're not <laughs> the only one. You're not the only one. And and I have so many people say, oh, just take it. Don't worry about it. You're going to get these symptoms. That's part of it. They said that. But a lot of things they didn't say that's coming out now. And that's the part we need to highlight. You know, you don't all the time have to agree with somebody, but just sit there and listen and be like, you know what, that do make sense, what you're saying. You know, I don't agree with everybody I come across with in life. I, I, I don't. I don't think you do either. But I'm quick to say, you know what, I stand on this, but I do see what you're saying. That's a damn good fucking question. You know, yeah. but... Yeah. We people all, that take the no, some people that take the vaccine, they make good points. And I'm like, you're very right. much, very much, very much. I'm like, I don't want this to continue. I said, but 
I don't want to take it. I take the vaccine, and then two weeks later, you say, "Hey, you know, um, you sterile," or uh, and you, you know might what? develop cancer I, down the line. I brung that up in the last episode because, see, remember this vaccine attaches itself to your DNA ribosome, or it's a messenger RNA thing. It attaches it to it, to your DNA. So who's to say that your kid that might come out? Might not come, you know, might come out, excuse me for lack of better words, retarded, have mental delayment issues. Or the doctor say, you know what, we don't know what happened, but, you know, you can't have any kids. Who's to say that this stuff may not do that? Because you're forcing everything down. Now, I got people that I've had on the show that said, well, no vaccine is 100% effective. That's the risk you take. I get that. However, if you got a choice, and that could have been one of the things, would that be a reason for you to step back and say, you know what, I'd just rather take that chance. I haven't got a family yet. I still want to have kids. Or I don't want to run the risk of having my child develop some type of mental disability that we can't turn back from because somebody forced me or I jumped and made this decision. That's the only thing. And if Fauci and all of them just went a little more deeper as, a, as opposed to being so take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, you're holding everything up, you know, and I get, you see these people, like you see the presidents and all of them get their shot on TV. But, hey, some things could be a placebo. You know, I used to be a police officer, and the first thing we was taught was smoke and mirrors. Let people think this. Let's draw that so they think this. So I, I get that. But at the same time, what I don't get is why you can't sit here and say, well, we don't know if you get COVID and you're vaccinated that you're going to develop the long-term effects of COVID, such as the brain fog, the loss of sense of taste for a certain amount of time. We don't know if you develop, you know, constant pains, down the line from this. And I listened to so many different people's stories. And there was one guy that was on the Joe Rogan show. And he said after, you know, his doctor told him, and I'm, you know what, I'm going to play that episode for this. But he said his doctor told him that uh, it was best that he get the shot because he had an underlying condition. He said, so, you know, hey, that's my doctor. I, 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 I trusted him. He said, before that, I didn't know. He said, but the doctor told me, so I trusted him. And he said, now, I got so many other complications from having it and so many other issues after the shot that they just won't leave. They just won't shake. He said, now, me and my wife got the shot on the same day. She's perfectly good. Some of her symptoms or whatever that she had lasted for about a month or so, but then subsided. He said, but me, they still going. And he said, nobody can't explain nothing to me. He said, I just want them to give full disclosure. I just want them to just say X, Y, and Z. And I don't want to say too much because I don't want to be misquoting him or whatever like that. But I'm going to add that clip to here. All they had to say is we don't know. And you know what? And, and I because said we don't know, because we don't know, mask up and social distance. There Stay home as often as you can. There you go. 
There you go. And that's, she, listen, that's it. That, and, and then all of the new findings that's coming out, it's acceptable, right? That's acceptable. So you don't know. So you can't 100% tell me to take my mask off. You can't tell me it's okay for me to take my mask off. There you go. Or you can't tell me it's okay for me not to social distance. It's okay for me to jump back and, and open outside up. You can't because you don't know. All you have to say is we don't know yet. So until we know, let's take all of the necessary precautions. I know you guys want to go outside and play. You want to travel. You want to run through the sand. You want to get in the water. You want to go to the club. You want to do all of the stuff that you didn't do before the pandemic, but now you want to pretend that you do it now. Okay, we get it. But guess what? Let's wait until we know. Right? Then when you find out, People be like, well, y'all said y'all didn't know. So now that this is coming out, okay, I get it. But everyone has been safe. Everyone has been taking the precautions. I don't care about those people who think mask is against their constitutional rights and like the governor here in Texas with his ignorant ass. Somebody need to wheel his ass into a tub somewhere like the good woman did in uh, 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 Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I'm so sick of him. <laughs> like, you of all people... You of all people, like you, you, you have all type of underlying conditions. You of all people should be telling people the right thing to do. I know some people may not believe in masks, but doctors wear masks. When they do your operating, they wear masks. Yes. Right. And, and it's not an N95 mask. It's a cloth mask, but they wear masks for a reason. So the only effective way is to shelter in place for 60 to 90 days. That's that's just how it works. 60 to 90 days. You can starve it out. But we so greedy. All of the stimulus money is going towards to billionaires and millionaires. All of that money that they spent, they could have just gave that money to the citizens and say, stay your ass at home. Millionaires and billionaires, you you worth billions and millions of dollars. You good for the next 90 days. And if you're not good for the next 90 days, they ain't got shit to do with us. Everybody else. per citizen, whatever, you stay home, you set up a system where everyone's tested, and then those who test negative, hey, you want a job? You could be a shopper for Walmart for $22 an hour. Now, that's not going to be the going rate going forward, you know, like after everything is over, but until the pandemic is over, you'll make $22 an hour going to Walmart shopping. Now, you have to get tested every week to make sure let me intervene ahead, and add ahead. this clip for Joe Rogan. I think I just pulled it up. Hold on. The Joe Rogan experience. So what about, uh, like, uh, can we talk about ivermectin? Yeah, sure. So uh, it's, it, I covered it, what they did in Mexico City, mm-hmm. and ivermectin seems to be a drug that not only treats it, but it will prevent you from getting it. I think we need studies. We need legitimate studies, and uh, I don't know how that happens because the the problem with this argument and this conversation is, you know, you'll you'll have people saying, I've used this on my patients, like Dr. Pierre Corey, mm-hmm. who's been on this podcast, and uh, I 100% believe him and I support him, and I'm, I'm not saying that he's not telling the truth. The problem is I think in order to state something emphatically, like this is what we need to do, this is the best treatment, we need studies. Right. This is the only way you find out. And well, who's going to fund these who's studies? Who's going to fund a study? And the problem is, it's a generic drug. That's it. No one it's wants it. It's a drug it. that's been around for forty years, has a long history of use, 
And also, there's a difference between using it as a prophylactic, so using it as a preventative measure, which is one of the things that um, Dr. Pierre Corey talked about on this podcast. I forget where they use this, but it was uh, this. Th- there was hundreds of doctors, and then there was a percentage of them that used uh, ivermectin as a prophylactic, and there's a percentage that did not. The percentage that did, that did not, half of the doctors, roughly, or half of the healthcare workers, got COVID. The percentage that did use it as a prophylactic, 100% did not get it. Now, I don't know if they got lucky. This is why you need a large study, right. and it's a long-term study. Maybe I don't know what was their job different than the people who got it. I don't know. That's the problem. Yeah. So when I'm talking, I'm a fucking comedian and a cage fighting commentator, <laughs> and I'm talking I about know. very important issues. I, know. I have to hedge my opinions yes. on these things. I know. I know. Mm, it's tricky. But it, in, a, in a, but in an environment where people aren't allowed to talk or question things, you know, um, well, for instance, um, my doctor. So when I uh, I got the vaccine, I got the double. And which one uh, did you get? I got the Moderna because I have an underlying health problem. I don't want, and mm-hmm. I've talked about it before on the show. We have show. talked about it, yeah. And uh, so my doctor, because my di- people are like, why did you, you trust the government? I know, I don't trust the government. You trust Big Pharma? No, I don't trust Big Pharma. I trusted my doctor. Right. My doctor who saved my life and said that because of your thing, you should get it because we don't know how it's going to affect you and you blah, 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 blah. blah. So I got right. it. And then, you know, I just, the, you know, the symptoms you get from it, uh, they never went away. For me. What were your symptoms? So I had uh, uh, body aches, flu-like fever. Uh, I had uh, j- a joint pain. I had um, a stiff neck. Have you tried going in an ice bath for 20 minutes? <laughs> 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 Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how long did it... Yeah, uh, how I'm, long still cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm cold. I'm just warming up now. It's I can fucking tell. two hours in this podcast. I can tell. Is uh, w- when... You, how long did it last? How so, long did your symptoms last? So on, on April 17th, I got the second jab, and I just never got better. I, was I, it immediate? before the, the, After the first jab, did you have side effects? Yes, but they went away. And then the second jab... How they, long did they last after the first shot? I don't remember, but because... A couple days? It, I, yeah, it was like something. maybe a week, I think, a week. And, um, and then the second time, they just never went away, and I was like, what is going on? Because I would get these waves of exhaustion... A couple times a day, and then my producer had the same. He, stiff, after at the fifth week, I had a stiff neck. He got a stiff neck, and my wife got a stiff neck, and we all got the stiff neck on the side where we got the shot. So I got it on this side. They got mm-hmm. it on that side, and um, I, then I looked it up, and it turns out stiff neck is a thing that people experience from the jab. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. They don't tell you that, and so that's common. I'm like, okay, and then it spread to the whole neck. Okay, now my producer and my wife it went away. Their stiff necks went away. Mine didn't. So anyway, so I go to, so I, I tweeted about it. I tweeted like, hey, this is, just to let everybody know, this is what's happened. This is my reaction to the vaccine. Yeah. And because, uh, and people started to come on me, like call me anti-vax. And right. you're, I'm like, no, I got the vax. Right. I'm not, I got it. I go, when people have a reaction to an experimental vaccine that is not FDA approved, you're supposed to not suppress the reactions. You're supposed to ask people what the reactions are so we can make the vaccines better. Okay, so I know you heard that. You see what he was saying and stuff like that about the symptoms that he had even after, you know, receiving the shot, that they just didn't go away. Now, some people sit there and say that, um, well, that's a side effect. That can happen. But this is stuff they're not telling you. So they're not telling you, I feel, because they just don't know. 
I feel like they know. They just don't want to. They just don't want for people to be to stay home any longer. Uh, I'm I'm just at a point. I feel like they just as many people can get infected, the better, so that things can get back to normal and people can just you know, because money ain't money isn't being made the way that it should be being made. People aren't being exploited the way that they should be exploited. And so they're making these rash decisions and putting people's lives in jeopardy. And then they're creating this divide where you have the vaccinated and the unvaccinated and both sides are blaming each other for something that neither side had anything to do with it. We fighting each other when we should be fighting the leaders. The lies come from the leaders, right? The creation, if the COVID vaccine, if COVID was created, in a lab, didn't know everyday person or ordinary mole create COVID, right? And they didn't sanction for it to be created. We fighting each other. The the regular everyday hardworking person that just wanna go to work, come home and have enough to feed their families and, and feel safe, right? And appreciate it. We fighting each other and creating another divide, right? You got black, white, now you got vaccinated and unvaccinated. And, and, and neither side is helping or uh, helping or neither side is helping the, the pandemic get any better. The vaccinated people, you take the shot, but you can still give it to somebody, you can still get it. And unvaccinated people don't take the shot. And yes, personally, they could die, but both sides are still spreading the virus. Both, both sides are giving the virus new environments to learn so it could get stronger. Cause that's what the mutation is from, is learning each, environment in the human body different people's immune system so then when it mutates and comes back out stronger the immune systems that was able to fight off the original strain can no longer fight it off because they didn't had access to you know a, a, a 500 million different bodies 500 million different immune systems and different environments and different situations ages, age groups. Now the Delta variant is killing kids. In the beginning, the original COVID wasn't that deadly to children. This is it's, it's a clusterfuck. Yeah. And people need to just, you know, take the shot and stay home. There you go. Upon completion of this episode, Joe Rogan on September 1st reported that he had the coronavirus. For most of his fans in his community, that kind of set them back. One of the things that Joe Rogan said and mentioned in his statement that one of the drugs that he used to help get him better was ivermectin, along with various other things that he uh, concocted together. Joe Rogan said he used just about everything except the kitchen sink. In the completion of this episode, Navi Robbins did an amazing job. For the most part, he opened my eyes to some things I never really thought about, and that was the purpose of the show was to have someone on that can bring insight to the conversation. Is it about the vaccine versus ivermectin and other things? Could it be a money issue? Could it be money behind it that's motivating everything to keep going? Some of these questions we won't have the answers to, and others we might stumble upon it. But until next week, when I bring on Charlie B, stay tuned where we would explore the companies and pharmaceutical companies and their dealings with the virus. 
The audio from the Joe Rogan Experience was taken courtesy from YouTube.